1: Tune in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk.
0: Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. It is another Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of Oilers Nation every day as the Oily Boys look to make it five in a row. That is our number one story. Let's get into it with the lead. Yes, dangerous Wade. I see your comment. This will be a YouTube event error-free zone. I promise you that. Welcome back <laughs> to everybody. In the chat, we are live on the Nation Network YouTube, which hit 7,000 subscribers the other day. Whoop. Hammer that like button. Give us your score prediction. Give us, tell us whatever you want in the YouTube chat. We're also live on the Oilers Nation Twitter and Facebook. We're also live at the Sports Closet Studio. Shout out to our friends at the Sports Closet. Three locations in the Edmonton area, Shore Park Mall, Kingsway Mall, and St. Albert Mall. We got that beautiful Zach Heiminger's hung up there. And you know what you can do? Because I saw some people in the chat last show being like, "Oh, I want to get a Zach Hyman jersey. If you have a blank jersey, you can bring it into the sports closet and they'll send it away to get pro-stitched. Or you could do what I'm going to do and buy a James ne- Neal jersey two years ago and then go get it renamed as sports closet to a Zach Hyman. That's not a terrible idea either. Yeah, I see I can no issues wait. with that. No issue deserves it. Zach, well, and I know we'll get into it. Yeah. But Zach Hyman is a wonderful hockey player. He certainly is, and uh, he was big in that win over the Calgary Flames on Saturday night, which Jay and I were both in attendance for. Uh, You weren't on the show yesterday. What did you make of that win over the Flames on Saturday night? Well, there's, there's a lot of things. It was very emotional for me because I've been in the saddle dump a bunch of times over the last five years to see the Oilers not be able to defeat the Flames, which Mm -hmm. carries a huge emotional feeling with it, along with an emotional beating that you take when you walk out of the Saddle Dome when your team loses to the Flames. That didn't happen on Saturday. It was the reverse, and it was amazing, and it was buzzing, and everyone was pumped, and people Flames fans were hating on us, but it didn't matter because we won, and Zach Hyman is a big reason for that. And now the Oilers are going to make look to make it five in a row as they return to home ice to take on the Nashville Predators. There is a lot to get to about this hockey game tonight, including the Oilers and Predators lines. But the first point of discussion, because this directly ties into something I hit on yet on yesterday's show, the Oilers are going with Jack Campbell between the pipes tonight. And I'll be honest, I don't love the idea. I don't hate Campbell starting hater. Jack Campbell. No, I'm not a Campbell hater. I'm a Skinner lover. And I look at a guy who's played so well, not leading the league in terms of his save percentage. That guy deserved another start. And I think going back to Campbell, yes, sure, you want your $5 million guy to be your starting goalie. But I think Skinner deserved a chance to just keep the ball rolling after another great start against the against the Flames. Well, you could look at it that way, or you could also look at it as... The we play the Preds tonight and we're playing the Devils on Thursday. Yeah. And right now, in terms of the standings, New Jersey is a a better as a better team on paper, I guess, in terms of its record than Nashville is. So you're given you're given soup the opportunity to play a team that we have a very good chance of beating. And get us, you know, know, we gotta we gotta get our five million dollar guy going. We all agree. You even agree that, even though you're not a big soup guy at the moment, yeah, yeah, I know the soup isn't hot with you; it's lukewarm. Yeah, I'm a stew guy. He's a big stew guy. Yeah, season's changing. Everyone wants stew. It's hearty. It's meaty. Yep. So I, I get it. The craving for stew. It's 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 on many levels. Yeah, but I think you know strategically. I think if you're gonna play both this week, and you're saying that stew is the is the hotter of the two, you would put him against New Jersey. Yeah, and that's fair. And we can actually look at the comparison here side by side of the Oilers and the Preds. The thing with this Preds team, they're decent defensively. You know, they're 18th in the NHL in shots against per 60. And sorry, that means like they're good. They're in the better half of the league in terms of shots against per 60. But you can see here their goals for per game is low, 2.44. They're in the back half of the league in shots four per 60 at five on five. And their power play has been junk so far this season. So I look at this and maybe that's the way Jay Woodcroft is viewing this as well. Skinner's the better option, New Jersey's the better offense. You go with the better goalie against the better offense and you give Jack Campbell a chance to bounce back tonight against the but National like, Predators. Bounce back. They I feel like give that's him five like close h- to the Hawks. But like like that's like hyperbole. But we also I took guess. 900 penalties. Like that's the thing about Jack Campbell and I'm I I just we we just have to look at it from I think a different perspective. Like yes, his save percentage is sub 900. Yes, he has let in a bunch of goals, but is also made extremely timely saves in those games to keep the Oilers in it. So there's something there. And we've just not, you know, and while he's making those big saves, we're also giving up crazy chances in droves or we're taking a million penalties. Yeah. So it's like, we gotta I, I get it like this is a good problem we got jack cannibal which i think you can agree is not playing bad no not bad you i actually i wrote about i said this in my article uh last night i loved your quote on the real life podcast it's a good 888 save percentage i know it's like weird to say but it's like a good one it's because the team in front of him is is contributing to that and not necessarily him being leaky like this isn't like if <laughs> not to shit on Miko. You know, we all had a soft spot for Miko, know, yeah. but like a lot of those big saves that Jack makes in those high-scoring games, I feel like Miko might let in. So, I think you know we we gotta, you know, we gotta get him going. But like, I agree, Skinner right now is the hotter of the two. Hot stew, hot stew, discos too. Uh, there's a lot more to get to when it comes to this game tonight, including the projected lineup for the Edmonton Oilers. I see someone in the chat here asking about, uh, it's Stephen who says, what's the word with Holloway tonight? Where will he be playing? He will be staying on the fourth line. The Oilers sticking with the 12-6 approach. McDavid centering Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman. Dreisaitl centering Kane and Yamamoto. McLeod centering Fogel and Poole Holloway with Shore and Derek Ryan. And the blue line, I believe it is going to stay the same although Nemo Line and Murray were flipping in and out at Morning Skate. So maybe there's a Nemo for Murray swap, but that wouldn't make a ton of sense for me. Um, the big sort of, I'll call it the short for giant key to the game for me, Kyler Yamamoto's got to get going. Um, he's really the only guy in that top six that's not humming along right now. The third line is playing really well, which I think is why we haven't seen any sort of a Yamamoto demotion at this point. He has the ability, like he showed last year, to be a 20-goal scorer. He also showed last year that he is a very streaky scorer. Remember, there was that span, I think it was in November of last year, December, where he went like seven games without a shot on net, playing in the the top six. The whole team was bad then. If he gets going, though, he can score in bunches. He becomes very productive, and that usually goes hand in hand with him having an extra jump on the forecheck, and the confidence gets going. All of those things you hear about. Um, But Yamamoto, tonight would be a good night for him to get scoring. Yamamoto just needs to relax. Okay. He's got the ability. I, there's been some games where it looks like he's just trying to force it and he's letting things jump over his stick when he shouldn't because he's he's getting way too ahead of himself because he, he really's feeling the, putting the pressure on himself to perform. Just trust in your abilities, buddy. Mm-hmm. You got Leon Drysett as your center. You're going to be okay. You got a Vander Kane there that allow you to be a lot bigger of a player. And. Also is a good guy to dish to and also might dish back is Evander Kane. Now is a pass first guy, which is weird, super weird. Except for in the Pittsburgh game, he was like a 900 shots in it. But aside from that, he's dishing like crazy. Yeah. So like, it's going to come to you, buddy, keep playing your game, keep being that little muscle hamster out there and going after guys bigger than you and winning those battles and getting that puck on Leon stick. And you've got the ability to finish, man. We believe. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. Uh, Just catching up on the comments here. My guy, Kevin, says giving Campbell the easy game should help get him back on track in the starter's crease. I don't disagree with that take at all. Um, But Devin says, yeah, Stu's so hot right now. It's also Stuart Skinner's birthday. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I have a birthday. I am a November baby as well, so I feel good. Uh, We got a few other things. Steven, in terms of Holloway playing on the fourth line, brutal. Send the guy down if he's going to play there. Um, Twisted says flip Holloway and Yammo. I think if the Oilers, the next game the Oilers lose, this will be my prediction. The Oilers will eventually lose a game. The winning streak will end. If Yamamoto hasn't stepped up by then, that domino will lead to Holloway going up to the second line. If Holloway doesn't produce there, he'll get sent down to the American League. He won't go back down to the fourth line. Yeah, he just needs to get a little bit more comfortable at the NHL level. We know the kid has the tools. Um, you know, I'm glad he got his first point yeah. uh, in Calgary, which is great. Added to the uh, whole uh, victory for us being in the building. Um, so yeah, like I like I said, like you, you, we have to put kind of a pitch count on him in terms of how many more games you want to give him. But like, give him a little bit of opportunity because yeah, like if he's just going to sit up here and play six minutes, then he's better to go down and just start letting it up and really, really hone his game and get his confidence back. But I still think we got to give him a chance. He's, 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 he's had a couple welcome to NHL moments, but like every rookie does. So that's good. So we got to get through those and now like have him also feel comfortable. What's wrong with my mic? what I do? Nothing. I was just leaning on this and then I realized I moved your mic. That's okay. It's my bad. Rusty's in the chat and I like this comment because it's going directly into our next topic. Let's hope Dry continues to be the mayor of Sna- Smashville tonight. Yes. He has absolutely killed the Nashville Predators over the course of his career. I believe his career number, Liam, you can correct me if I'm wrong, 25 points in 20 games for Leon Settle, correct? He's been unreal against the Preds. But So 25 points in 20 games. Keep that in your mind. Okay. In his last six games against the Preds, He's gotten 16 points against this team. It's, so why are we focusing on 25 and 20 when it's the last, what, six games? That it's, he's, and that's what I wanted to point out. It's the last six games where 80% he's of his reductions come in the last six games? Great math. Um, he's averaging four shots same. a game against the Predators. He's got 13 goals in those six games and has scored the game winner three times against the Nashville Predators. He absolutely feasts in this matchup, and I am fully expecting more of the same. Who's in the net for Nashville? Like is, is UC Soros having nightmares? Like, is he getting any sleep tonight, knowing that he's coming to face Leon? I think it is going to be UC Soros because they didn't play last night, so I can't imagine it wouldn't be Soros uh, going for the Preds. Um, but either way, like, I mean, Dry has lit up Soros every time too. Like, it's it's remarkable to be, remarkable to see just how much he dominates that team. It's funny how like certain players and certain there's always like that those correlations are yeah. certain teams play better against certain teams, even though they might be the underdog uh it's amazing mayor of nashville great town yeah it it's our sister time. city it is our. he's the mayor city. of both cities yeah i knew mayor of edmonton but um that it throwback to when we were oh you weren't there on that nashville trip uh the nashville nation vacation last season was absolutely spectacular that was a great time and leon uh he made it a great time that was uh, tremendous. I think that was the hat-trick night at, at Bridgestone Arena. So the Oilers certainly hoping for more of that. Speaking of the Predators, this is a team that's been a little up and down so far this season. They are coming off being shut out by the Washington Capitals back on Saturday night. And then they beat the Blues 6-2 to last Thursday. Uh, they haven't been playing a ton of hockey recently, though. They also lost to the Flyers, I think, a week ago as well. So the Preds on the season are 3-5-1 and with a minus-7 goal differential. Uh, their top scorers. And this is why I was kind of cold on the Nashville Predators heading into the season. Matt Shane had a remarkable 40 goal season last year. Okay. I think a lot of people looked at that and were like, eh, he's probably not going to be a 40 goal guy back to back years. He's going to regress to the mean. He's going to regress to the mean. Ryan Johansson had an unbelievable season last year. I think a lot of people looked at that and were like, eh, he's probably not going to be that good again. Uh, Nino Niederreiter has four goals, but I think he scored them all in the first three games of the season and has been ice cold. And as much as I don't love plus minus as a stat, I think there's something to be said about the fact we're looking at the Predators scoring leaders for this season and the best of the bunch is Duchesne at minus one. That leads me to believe the Oilers on home ice tonight should have no fear going power on power and just throwing McDavid and Dreisaitl up against the big guns in Nashville because they aren't that good defensively. Well, let's be honest, to Shane and and Johansson, which are their two big contract yeah. dogs, they're second liners. They are? They don't. They don't have like. They don't have like superstar power. So, and I feel like our second line, you know, in terms of our talent, mm. beats them. So, I think uh, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself. Also, the other Oilers thing we like to do is play down to our competition. Yeah, um, and you know, a team that has Ekholm and Roman Yosi. You know, those are, they are legit defenders and Soros when he's not playing Edmonton is a really good goalie. So, you know, who knows, like, just don't take it for granted. Just come out firing. I think we, our, our, our front six is better than their front six and that alone should win us the game. Just got to do all the other things right. Um, I do like the comment though, right off the bat, five eight, seven. The first comment we have in our chat, faux goal tonight. Maybe it's the third line. Did he hit the post in Calgary? I think he hit the post in Calgary. Did he he got close, yeah. Nuge hit a post too. He's hitting posts like crazy. He's getting he's getting he's getting quality chances. Yeah. It's it's due. And may you know what? And if Nashville's lesser competition, if they are knock on wood, I don't know. I'm gonna bet on a full goal today. I know I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll, we'll get to our betting segment in uh, just or a second. Not you mentioned positive ahead. regression. I got a DM from a listener, Cole Terry, who sent me this. It's a bot. The other day. It's not a bot. It's a real person. Just listen to Oilers Nation every day. Regression, when used in statistics, is a measure of how far the variable, in this case, shooting percentage, is from the average. So, therefore, positive regression is the correct term in the case that if a variable is increasing to be closer to the average and then he even included definitions he showed his work so positive regression it works it's a legitimate thing it's all made up nugent hopkins could have scored three times speaking of the king of positive regression rnh he could have had three goals against calgary Goalpost, two big saves from markstrom Oh, man, that was such a good shot. That one that he's just post. Buzzing. Like he just bar- like that was off the elbow of the pole. Mm-hmm. Like it just barely missed that. No, he is buzzing. And that's another guy for tonight, especially if it could be a point night that he's on the first line. He's Connor, McDavid's winger. You might want to think about him getting above a point. Rusty's key to the game is to not play down to the Predators level. If the Oilers play their totally game, heard. they will cave in the Preds. Amen. Rusty's Rusty. in with a short for giant game day key to victory i'm saying got to get yamamoto going that'll be my key if yamo scores oilers win giant key to the game yeah like i, I think we can win without yamamoto scoring but sure. i think we just got to get him going uh regardless um key to the game um
1: it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze
0: I just, you know what? I want I want, uh, I want, want to see Leon Dreisaitl, the mayor of Smashville. Just keep doing what he's doing. Put on your sash today, Leon. Take to the ice. Four points. Show these guys what's up and who the real mayor of, of Smashville is. Liam, key to the game?
1: Key to the game. I'm going to go with Jack Campbell. I think just Campbell having a really good game is uh, pretty important for him and his team at the moment just to get above and not, what is he at, an 889 save percentage? Yeah, yeah. Just get that a little bit higher. I think that'd be nice.
0: And I but I and I don't want to say that. Like you're right. And I don't want to say that because I'm like, he's playing good. He needs his save percentage to have a little positive regression. He, he needs he, he needs he's some there. positive regression.
1: Here's a stat. In Jack Campbell's career, his best best month of his career is November with a nine forty seven save percentage in twenty one games and a one sixty two goals against there.
0: Let's go. It's November first, baby. You need a new phone case, bro.
1: What's wrong with this one?
0: I just saw you holding it up to the camera, right around the right around the camera on there. It's peeling.
1: It was free. All right, Christmas is coming.
0: GoFundMe project <laughs> number one was to get the S for the sign. GoFundMe project number two is to get Liam a new phone case. All right. Also, yeah. cord management in the studio. Mm-hmm. People can't see that, but our cord management is atrocious. Yeah, it's 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 a work in progress. It's a health hazard. Uh, maybe here here's an idea. We hit on our bets tonight. We buy Liam a phone case. Well, and we have to talk about, I know you talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. The live bet gang we formed at the Saddle Dome. Oh, yeah. For the Oilers, Oilers to come back yep. in the second intermission. Boy, did that pay dear. 325. Oilers were only down one goal. Was, that was a steal of the century. <laughs> uh, it was Cody, who you can find on Twitter at Cow Boilers yeah oh, cody boilers. great dude we had a good chats with him. yeah he came and just like got a live at the comeback and i'm like yeah we got a live at the comeback me and you were too many beers deep to argue against live betting the comeback. No, I was, not, I was in a great live yeah. betting mood uh all right let's get in speaking of betting our friends at betway a little game day betting preview uh 19 plus please play responsibly liam
1: the good times are rolling over a Betway Manor. I don't know where I live, but wherever <laughs> it is, Betway is. You're wearing a Betway hoodie. Yeah, Betway is helping me pay for a lot of things. With all these bets that are letting me here I went 2 0 oh again yesterday with the uh, Buffalo over and also the Rasmus Darlene shot prop. Nice. So tonight, we're going to go with the Oilers winning regulation, minus 112. Love it. And then just a Ryan agent Hopkins shot prop. I was going to go with some dry stuff, it. but I figured. A lot of people are probably already looking at that, so I, I gave a couple other options here. Uh, Nugent Hopkins hit it, I believe, four straight games, and he's plus 110 right now.
0: So he's hit it in four of nine. He's hit it every time since they moved him to the wing, and earlier this season, there was four games in a row where he only missed it by one. He's been shooting the puck like crazy this year. That was one of my daily face-off best bets today on Daily Face-Off Live. I love taking Nugent Hopkins over two and a half. My plays outside of Edmonton are a Jack Eichel assist. A lot really? of numbers pushing towards that in the Vegas versus Washington is that matchup. Big, anything good? plus one forty? What crazy value! And the Rangers on the puck line against the Flyers. Uh, my Oilers bets tonight. I love the Nuge one. I'm all over that. Oilers and Reg I think is a tremendous shout as well. Uh, Oilers to win. Leon Drysaitel to score two plus points though at plus one sixty two. That is that is bet, where I'm going with my third recommended bet- way bet of the game. So it's so tough because these guys are saying all the bets I want to make. So definitely nude shop prod for myself. Gotta. Uh, I like the uh, Oilers uh, Leon two plus points package. I am going to go on a full goal because apparently uh, it's becoming my brand and not your brand because I actually am trying to win at it. Plus 400. Plus 400. Just a couple cheeky bucks. What about a big night from Fogle? 2,200, two goals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why, not? Why not put a buck on it? It's, I feel like that's what's going to happen. Like, Foles is going to pop off when I get to, and then you don't see from for 10 more games. Mm, yeah. So it's, it's, it's gonna, it was uh, one of those kind of nights. I'm also going to look at uh, Nuge over one and a half points. That's not a bad shout. Um, again, Nashville's, Nashville's penalty kill has been eh. So I think this is a good chance for the Oilers to maybe pop off. You never know. And our power play is. He? I think it's going to start heating up. Like well, it's thirty percent. Like it's funny. Our power play I is thirty percent. We're like, oh, it's pretty darn good. But I Oops. think that I think the way it's going to kind of go this year is it'll be like two weeks of like fifty percent, two weeks of twenty percent, and those keep going back and forth. Let's ride like the wave, man. Ride the it's wave. November, Absolutely. our power play. I just pulled the stats. November, our power play is forty-seven percent. Like historically, last year, you actually looked that up. Just right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. you just made. <laughs> am I wrong? I was hoping you would fact check it, and I'd be right. I could fact check it if you really wanted me to. Um, UC Saros is going to get the start tonight for the Nashville Predators. So far this year, his numbers a little bit lower than what you would usually expect from UC Saros, but still damn good. Two point seven five goals against average, nine ten save percentage. He's given up. He's getting shelled. Yeah, um, he has been. He's only given up two goals in back-to-back starts, though. So, if, if I could wave the danger flag for one thing tonight, that could throw off the Oilers, it is UC Soros between the pipes because he is a damn good goaltender. He's a damn good goaltender, but apparently Leon Drysettell has knows his read his book inside yeah. and out. Yeah. Now we had an interesting debate on the car ride home from Calgary. Okay. If you listen to a book on audio, would you say you have then read that book? It's a timeless debate. Um, I would say yes, because reading is about knowledge. Consuming a book is about knowledge. Now, do you say you read it? That's the whole thing, because reading the act of reading yeah, yeah. is like it's I just I just want to throw that out there. I'm torn. I, I like audiobooks, but I have a tough time saying I read it because I feel like. But then when you say, I I listen different- to that book. Yeah, or or, or I guess you may have to say I read and put the caveat. I read the audio book. That doesn't make sense. So that's positive regression levels there. So I guess it would be similar to like, if you listen to Bob and Jack on the radio, could you say you watched the Oilers game? I guess not. Or could you say you read Bob and Jack if you listened to them? Well, no, that's, I think it's just the conversationalism. TM. The conversationalism of saying you read the book, like, you know, you're probably talking to someone about like whatever it might be. And you're like, Oh yeah, I read that. Cause Cause if the, I feel like a reading, the actual act out? of reading is a badge of honor. Sure. And listening, not to say it's cheating. Cause I listen, to it. I'm a terrible reader.
1: I listen more than I read, but I, I had this debate with myself too, in the summer and I couldn't come up with the answer, but you feel, you feel wrong saying you read it. Yeah. But you like absorb the knowledge. So. But do you it's absorb kind of it as good listening as reading rusty
0: in the chat says yeah. he absorbs it better listening me than too reading. me too if i'm on a long drive yes solo it's a great way to kill time on a long drive mm-hmm. but does rusty say it's reading he says yes i listen to the auto i listen to the audiobook he says listening to an audiobook is the same as reading but do you tell your, Rusty, do you tell your friends that you read that book? Or you But how would they book? ever know you didn't? Well, that's, but that's, but then that's on you. That's an internal debate. That's your conscience. That's your conscience. Can you live with that? Yeah. That's okay. But like, if you're going to go and say, I listened to this book and then someone's like, oh yeah, Tale of Two Cities. Oh yeah, I read that book on the way to Calgary. With my ear holes. Flute says you have to say, I consumed the book. I can, I'm down, like, but then they, I could be open up to like actually eating the book. I guess. Uh, Pierce in the chat says his six year old is predicting a 5 2 Oilers win and How a Yammo and and Goldeneye. So I like that. Um, Rusty says he does say he re- reads the book. People were oh, people were asking about our power play. Joey answered the question correctly. Edmonton's power play second in the NHL, six percent behind Colorado, who's up at thirty nine percent. That's wild. Colorado's off to kind of a slow start. Like
1: they're about five hundred right now.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're they're battling through chilling. some tough injuries. Well, they don't they're care. also they're like like champions. Like Tampa, they're just like whatever. Like they're just playing yeah. to get to the postseason. They don't care where they finish uh so our keys to the victory mine was yamo scores yours was king of smashville returns or mayor of Smashville returns and liam you were going with uh soup soup's got to be on tonight
1: soup's got to play
0: soup on oilers returning home after their long road trip that was a wildly successful road trip as well they are currently just four points back of the vegas golden knights for the top spot in the division and they have a game in hand vegas is in washington tonight taking on the capitals uh we got our bets in we got the lineups done We gave shout-outs to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant and Sports Closet. Again, Hyman jerseys in stock in all styles. They can also stitch up a pre-existing jersey as well. And if you're sitting here and you're like, "Ah, that hat Tyler's wearing is really nice, you can also find these at the Sports Closet as well. You can order online too at sportscloset.ca. That's gonna be a wrap on a shirt for giant game day edition of the show. Oilers taking on the Predators. If you want some more Oilers Nation content, a new episode of Oilers Nation Radio is gonna drop in about an hour and a half, two hours time. So look for that wherever you get your podcast from. Enjoy the hockey game tonight, and we'll be back tomorrow when Frank Saravalli joins the show. <laughs>